For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures I will arise and go forth to the house of my young I will arise and go forth to the house of my father I will arise and go forth to the house of my young House of my young Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject the spiritual application of the high priestly service on Yom Kippur. This is part one of the series. We are currently studying the biblical festivals, and in this session we are going to be examining the services of Yom Kippur. This will include the priestly service of Yom Kippur that is described in Leviticus in chapter 16, in traditional Judaism, the readings from the scripture on Yom Kippur, the Torah portion in the morning service comes from Leviticus in chapter 16, and that is what we are going to be examining in detail in this session. In the afternoon service in traditional Judaism, the Torah portion comes from Leviticus in chapter 18. The half Torah portion in the afternoon is a reading of the book of Jonah. The reason why the book of Jonah is read is because that book deals with the subject of repentance and how repentance happened once Jonah was obedient unto the God of Israel and shared the message which he was supposed to share to Nineveh, that Nineveh ended up repenting. And repentance, of course, is a major theme and aspect of Yom Kippur. In Leviticus chapter 16, verse 17, we can see that atonement is to be made for the entire nation of Israel. It is written, And there shall be no man in the tabernacle of the congregation when he goes in to make an atonement in the holy place until he come out and he has made atonement for himself, for his household, and for all the congregation of Israel. The earthly tabernacle which was instructed to be built through Moses is a type of the true heavenly tabernacle. We can see this in Hebrews in chapter 8 verses 1 and 2 and verse 5 and then in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 24 it is written, Now of the things which we have spoken this is the sum. We have such a high priest and this high priest which is Yeshua he is over the heavenly tabernacle, the true tabernacle who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty 
majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched, and not man, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, says he, that you make all things according to the pattern shown to you in the mount, which is quoting and making a reference to Exodus or Shemot chapter 25 and verse 9. Now in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 24 it is written, For Messiah is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figure or the type or the shadow of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Aaron was a priest of the Levitical priesthood. Yeshua is the great high priest of the renewed covenant, and the priesthood of the renewed covenant is the Melchizedek priesthood. In Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1, it is written, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Messiah Yeshua. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Yeshua, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Aaron was a high priest and a mediator. Aaron was the high priest of the nation of Israel who played the role of mediator and intercessor for the sins of the nation of Israel on Yom Kippur or the Day of Atonement. Our mediator in the renewed covenant and our intercessor is Yeshua the Messiah. Yeshua is not only our high priest as we just read from Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 and Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 but he is also the mediator between God the Father and the sin that has been occurred by all of mankind because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the God of Israel. In 1st Timothy chapter 2 verse 5 it is written for for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Messiah, Yeshua. Yeshua is our mediator as we can see as well in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 15 and Hebrews in chapter 12 in verse 24 as it is written. And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. And to Yeshua, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Yeshua is our intercessor, and he intercedes on our behalf unto God the Father. In Romans chapter 8, verse 34, it is written, Who is he that condemned? It is Messiah that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Yeshua is our intercessor, as we can also see from Hebrews chapter 7, verses 22 and 25, as it is written. By so much was Yeshua made a surety of a better testament. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever lived to make 
make intercession for them. In 1 John chapter 2 and verses 1 and 2, it is written, My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Yeshua Messiah the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. And not for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. The high priest of the Levitical priesthood went into the veil once a year. In Leviticus chapter 16 verse 2 it is written, And the Lord said unto Moses, Speak unto Aaron your brother, that he come not at all times into the holy place within the veil before the mercy seat which is upon the ark, that he die not. For I will appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat. Believers in Yeshua are called to be priests unto him. And we have a priestly ministry in Yeshua. In 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5 and then Revelation chapter 5 verse 10 it is written, You also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Yeshua Messiah. And he has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. Believers in Yeshua are his priests as we can see by now looking at Hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 through 16 because he is our priest we are instructed that we are able to come into his throne to find grace and help in the time of need. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens Yeshua the son of God let us hold fast our profession for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities but was in all point tempted like as we are yet without sin let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need now continuing on in Hebrews chapter 10 verses 19 through 22 it is written having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Yeshua See, we can come into the holiest by his blood, by a new and a living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Aaron, in performing his Yom Kippur priestly service, washed himself in water. In Leviticus chapter 16 verse 3 and verse 4 it is written, Thus shall Aaron come into the holy place. He shall put on the holy linen coat and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh and shall be girded with the linen girdle and with the linen mitre shall he be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore shall he wash his flesh in water and so put them on. Yeshua is our fountain of living water. In order for our our sins to be forgiven, we need to be washed by the water of the living Torah, Yeshua HaMashiach, through his word. In Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 13, it is written, O Lord, and the King James says, the hope of Israel. But that word hope is the Strong's number 4723. It is the Hebrew word mikvah, which means immersion. It literally says, O Lord, the immersion, the mikvah bath of Israel. All that forsake you shall be ashamed, and they that depart from me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken
taken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. And in order to have a mikvah, one of the requirements of a mikvah is it to be mayim hayim, it to be living water. So in order to be cleansed from our sins, we need Yeshua's blood, and we also need to be washed by his mikvah bath, he being the fountain of living waters. We are to be washed with clean water. In Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 25 it is written, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. We are to be born of water to enter the kingdom of the God of Israel. In John chapter 3 verses 1 through 5 it is written, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Yeshua by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. Yeshua answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Yeshua answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Notice one is seeing the kingdom and the other is entering into the kingdom. You have to have a renewed heart and that renewed heart and that walk comes by his Spirit being led in spirit and in truth. We are to be washed and sanctified. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 and verse 11 it is written, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. And such were some of you, but you are now washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of Yahweh Yeshua and by the Spirit of our God. Our heart are to be sprinkled with water. In Hebrews and chapter 10 verse 22 it is written, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Back to the Levitical priestly service of Yom Kippur. In the high priest ceremony of atonement, Aaron took a bowl and made atonement for himself and for his household. In Leviticus chapter 16 verse 6 it is written, And Aaron shall offer his bullock of the sin offering which is for himself and make an atonement for himself and for his house. Next, Aaron took two goats and cast lot for them. One goat was labeled to Yahweh. The other goat was labeled to Azazel. This can be seen in Leviticus chapter 16 beginning in verse 5 and reading also verse 7 and 8 as it is written. And he shall take of the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. And he shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And Aaron shall cast lots upon the two goats, one lot for Yahweh and the other lot for the scapegoat or Azazel. The goat upon whom fell the lot 
brought to Yahweh was given to be a sin offering for the nation of Israel. In Leviticus chapter 16 verse 9 and verse 15 it is written, And Aaron shall bring the goat upon which Yahweh's lot fell and offer him for a sin offering. Then shall he kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring his blood within the veil and do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bullock and sprinkle it upon the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. Spiritually, Yeshua is our sin offering. Yeshua is a type of the goat labeled to Yahweh. When Yeshua died on the tree, he became a sin offering unto God the Father for the sins of the entire world. In Isaiah, or Yeshiahu, chapter 53, in verse 1 and verses 4 and 5, it is written, Who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripe we are healed. Yeshua died to save us from our sins. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3, it is written, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Messiah died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Galatians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, we can see this as well as it is written, Grace be to you and shalom, or peace, from God the Father and from our Yahweh, Yeshua Messiah, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. Then in Titus chapter 2 and verses 13 and 14, it is written, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Yeshua Messiah, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. 1 John chapter 2 verse 2 and in 1 John chapter 4 verse 10 it is written and he Yeshua is the propitiation for our sins and not for our sins only but also for the sins of the whole world and herein is love not that we love God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. The high priest in the Levitical ceremony for Yom Kippur would pronounce the name Yahweh ten times on Yom Kippur. Three times this was done during each of his confessions and once when he cast Lot to select the goat to be offered as a sin offering and the other goat to be sent into the wilderness. When the goat selected to be the sin offering was identified through the casting of Lot, the high priest would say that it was sanctified as a sin offering to the God of Israel using the divine name Yahweh. This thought is an explanation is found in the book, the book of our heritage by Eliyahu Kitov, volume 1, page 97. In the book, the book of our heritage, volume 1, on page 97, it goes on to say, when the priests and the people gathered in the courtyard, they would hear the high priest pronounce the divine name Yahweh, they would kneel, bow down, and fall on their faces, crying, Baruch Shem Kivod Machuto Leolam Vaed, which translates, Blessed be the name of his glorious kingdom forever and ever. In the Talmud, in Yoma 41b, which is the tractate in the Talmud that describes about the events of Yom Kippur, it is written there, He, that is the high priest, bound a thread of crimson wool on the head of the he-goat, which was to be 
be sent away. And in the meantime, he placed it at the gate whence it was to be sent away, and the he-goat that was to be slaughtered at the place of the slaughtering. He came to his bullock a second time, pressed his two hands upon it, and he made confession. And he would say, O Lord, I have dealt wrongfully, I have transgressed, I have sinned before you. I and my house and the children of Aaron, your holy people, O Lord, pray forgive the wrongdoings, the transgression, the sins which I have committed, transgressed and sinned before you, I and my house and the children of Aaron, your holy people, as it is written in the Torah of Moses, your servant, for on this day atonement be made for you to cleanse you from all the sins shall you be clean before the Lord. And they responded, Blessed be the name of his glorious kingdom forever and ever. Azazel is regarded as the scapegoat. The goat upon whom fell the lot to Azazel was sent into the wilderness. Before the goat was sent out, the high priest laid his hands upon the head of the goat and confessed the sins of the nation of Israel, putting the sins of the nation of Israel upon the goat. In Leviticus chapter 16, verse 10 and verses 20 through 22, it is written, But the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make an atonement with him and to let him go for a scapegoat into the wilderness. In Leviticus chapter 16, verses 20 through 22, it is written, And when he had made an end of reconciling the holy place and the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat and confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions and all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness. And the goat shall bear upon him all their iniquities unto a land not inhabited, and he shall let go the goat in the wilderness. The Hebrew word for Azazel is scapegoat. Azazel is seen as a type of Satan or Hasatan, the adversary, in the extra-biblical book of Enoch chapter 8 and verse 1. The sins being laid upon Azazel and being sent into the wilderness can be seen as a type of judgment upon Satan or Hasatan who will be cast into the lake of fire. In Revelation chapter 20 verse 10 it is written, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. The crimson thread was put upon Azazel. One of the customs of Yom Kippur is that a crimson sash was tied around the horns of the goat labeled to Azazel. Why was a crimson sash used? It is explained in the Talmud in Shabbat 86a that it is based upon Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 which says, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. In the Talmud it says how do we know that a crimson colored strap is tied to the head of the goat that is sent and regarded as Azazel? Because it is said if your sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow. This is found in Shabbat 86a. The Talmud describes how the goat was led into the wilderness and how this goat was cast off a cliff. What did he do? He divided the thread of crimson wool and tied one half to the rock the other half between its horns and pushed it from behind and it went rolling down and before it had reached half its way downhill it was dashed to pieces and this is found in Yoma 67a another custom is that a crimson wool thread was tied to the entrance of the ulam at the temple it was 
considered a sign that the God of Israel had forgiven the sins of the nation of Israel if the crimson wool thread turned white after the goat labeled Azazel was cast off a cliff into the wilderness. In the Talmud in Yoma 67a, it says, Our rabbis taught, in the beginning they would tie the thread of crimson wool. Well, that's going to conclude part one of the series on the subject the spiritual application of the high priestly service on Yom Kippur. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.